This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet 50 bucks at win and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app or visit winnbet.com and start winning today. And we're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash on their over-under game. Just head over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone and join the SGPN group and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And of course, don't forget to go download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. All right, DJs, welcome back to the Travelers Betting Show. It's your boy, Boston Capper. The god of golf is missing again. He's got some shit going on. There's no truth to the rumors that he's going to go start covering the live for. Okay. No untrue. So uh, we got my buddy Jeff McGinnis from Twitter, uh, the best Irish last name you could possibly fucking have. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, what's going on, buddy? Hey, not much. Thanks for having me tonight, Capper. Looking forward to uh, talking some Travelers Championship uh, odds here in a minute and uh, kind of recap the U.S. Open. That was a crazy finish. It was a wild finish, man. So, I don't know. I'm in a weird spot with outrights right now. Like, I don't know. I've been fucking cold. I think I've hit Cam Smith twice. I've crushed first-round leaders and matchups and placements lately, but I can't fucking buy it outright. And... It's to the point where it's like it's either a fucking terrible number or narrative street. And it's like, I don't know. I'm just kind of just overall fucking frustrated with it. Yeah. No, it's tough. I mean, I, I, I think we, you know, we know it's very tough to hit a golf outright. I'm kind of having an okay year. I had a great year last year. And I felt yeah, like too. last year I was on every side of a coin flip, winning yep. every playoff, winning every down to the wire one. Yep. And this year it's just been flipped. Like, yeah, I mean, starting off, I had Russell Henley at the Stony Open, blows a five-shot lead with nine to go. That was rough. Yeah, recently, Zalatoris at the PGA loses yep. in the playoff. Zalatoris and Scotty at the U.S. Open. Yep. Like against <laughs> yeah. Patrick, I got two out of the three, and I got the best two, yep. and still lose. So yep. yeah, I'm kind of turning the opposite way here myself and running a little bit cold on the PGA stuff. Yeah, but you're a big corn fairy guy too, and fucking. So, I mean, what's going on with that tour? I mean, yeah. so we'll we'll get to the live stuff in a minute, and, and how that's going to affect the corn fairy tour. Um, but I mean, how you been doing on the corn fairy this year? Yeah, uh, during the majors, I, I haven't really played it that much. Um, I got a couple corn fairy wins, and kind of one of the reasons why I kind of like to do that is I see who's next on tour, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I remember when Salatoris and Cam Young were down there. Vito was down there. Vito won three times. Got the automatic promotion. Yeah, kind of the reason why I have a toxic relationship with Mito. I hit him <laughs> twice there, and of course I play him almost every week now, thinking I don't want to miss it with his first PGA Tour one. So yeah, yeah, you can't miss it. This is, I mean, with guys like that, that's your ride or die. That's it, and you just have to strap in, and that's it. I'm not gonna miss a week. That's it. Yeah. Like, like I might be, I, mean, I might be upside down by the time he fucking wins, but I swear to fucking god, I'm not gonna miss it. Oh, the, the, the amount of pain I feel, like. If Zalatoris wins an event and I'm not on it after coming so close with the PGA and the U.S. Open, like I'll just be in a fetal position for like five days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no, that, and that's the same reason. Like I FOMO bet like Keegan all the time and mm-hmm. Siwoo Kim. Like I like these are guys who that I have so much fucking money invested in that if I don't hit when they win, like I will literally just quit. Like I, that's it. I'm just done. Like I'm just. Done. I was in. I was in an absolute fucking. Tizzy on fucking Sunday about the U.S. Open because I fucking hate Matthew Fitzpatrick. I have no idea why. I just don't like him. Like, 
and I constantly make fun of Steve because he's one of Steve's guys. And Steve wasn't on him because I've been bullying him for two years that Fitzy can't win a fucking tournament. And I was like, oh, his first tournament's going to be a fucking U.S. Open? Uh, yeah, okay. And he doesn't. Like, it's so fucking annoying. Like, oh, he won the fucking amateur. Like, I can't believe that narrative came home. It's so yeah. annoying. Nine years later, too, at that. I know, man. And like, he makes that 50-foot putt, but he rejects from 15 feet earlier. I'm like, dude, come on. Yep. Yeah. And when like when he hit that shot out of the fucking bunker on 18, I was like, yep, that's it. That's it. And Zal Torres's putt actually looked good 97% of the putt. Oh, I, I was laying on my couch, not expecting him to come close. And then as it started getting closer to the hole, it looked like it was going to drop left edge. I literally had my phone in my hand. I stood up for a second, kind of do one of those. Yeah. It's just like, like, it yep. looked like, I mean, he, his reaction was even like, he, he, his putter like up in the air. Like he thought it was in too. Oh yeah, he did. Cause it looked so good, man. Yeah. It looked so good. Yeah. I thought the open played good though. I mean, it played fair. It wasn't, it wasn't like diabolical. Like it rewarded most of the time, like good golf shots. Um, and you just, Got fucked if you were out of position. That was it. And that's what a US Open's about. So I thought I played really well. I thought the crowd could have been a little more Boston-y, but when you price tickets the way they do and you put it in a place like Brookline, you're not going to get it. So um, I saw somebody on Twitter was like, I, I don't, I, I hate to tell the poor guy next to me, keeps yelling Fitzy that he's actually an Englishman. And I was like, there's a 100% chance that that guy has no idea who Matt Fitzpatrick is, but likes the last name Fitz. So he's yeah. going to go, Fitzy, let's go, kid. Let's go. Yeah. Ugh, gross. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, look, uh, what we got? One major left. We got the open left. Yeah, fucking flow, man. Next month at St. Andrews, we'll see if Tiger's going to play in it. Yeah, he's definitely playing in it, right? Yeah, he's definitely playing. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, who knows? All the golfers. So we'll just jump to the lift shit. Like, who knows who's going to be on PGA Tour by then? I mean, we got Brooksy leaving today. Uh, answer, gets a, yeah, nobody cares about answer, right? Nah. Whatever, he was more concerned with his tequila company in the begin to begin with. Um, I just think it's so funny when you go back and look at Brooks and what he said, like, what's more money going to do to motivate me? I'm here to out, you know what I mean? Like, these guys say the perfect shit like less than a year ago, and then they're gone, they're yeah. Gone. Even DJ writing a statement in February, <laughs> he's committed to PGA Tour. I know he's gone three months later, like. I don't have a problem with these guys leaving and grabbing the money, but just say what we're all thinking. But that's yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Don't tell me you uh, want to spend more time with family and all this other bullshit. Like, fuck off. It's it's a grab the money. And yeah. I wasn't really worried about what I was going to do to golf, but and I immediately I immediately get my back up to like the moral high ground people. Like I just immediately dig my heels in and like like no 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 we're not taking this road. And so I, I get combative about that. But now it's like, all right, well, what is it really going to do? You know what I mean? Like, are we going to actually get – is Hovland going to leave? Like, Morikawa came out today and said he's not going to leave. So, that, that, so, like, I don't have a problem with anybody that's left. Like, let's no. – I mean, think about it. DJ hasn't contended since he won the Masters that November one. Right, right. Um, Kepka's won, won one time in three years. Like, these yep. are guys that have peaked and are on the downward trend of their career, and it's yep. a straight cash grab. You know, answer, nobody's going to miss him. He won a WGC St. Jude event last year. That's all he's ever won. Yep. So, like, I don't, I'm not mad these guys are leaving and doing that like some people are. Now, I would have been upset if more Kyle left because yeah. that would have really put That would open the floodgates. Yeah. 
that would open the floodgates. It's kind of funny. No, I know that PGA is in their first year of a new TV contract, so they got some more money coming in now. Yeah. But all the, all of a sudden, Monahan tosses out 160 million. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Events. Like, so weird. Oh, look yeah. what I found on the couch, guys. Yeah. Oh, like, under the couch, or yeah. where's that money? Now, then I found out they're in the first year of a new TV deal, and it starts in 2023. So that's what they'll have some extra money for it, which. Quite honestly, like they had to do something because like, if Morikawa or even Hovland were to win, and I mean, four million dollar payouts for first place. Like Carl Schwartzel, his caddy made four hundred thousand dollars last week or right. two weeks ago, whenever it was. Yeah, it's just insane. Like they're not in business. They're not in business to make money. Um, nope. they're just tossing money out there trying to wreck the PGA Tour. And if Morikawa would have went today, that could have been a domino that started it. Now, and and. Uh... I mean, there's, there's rumors about Hideki, Hovland, like, it's, uh, I don't know, it's something. So it, what's weird to me is, so so you're you're more familiar with, like, the Corn Ferry and Amsterdam shit than I am. So that Point kid, right? So played yeah. with Rom and Maury. He yeah. played the Live Tour. Is he not on the PGA Tour? Was he still an, is he still an amateur? Is, so I think he was on path to become a Corn Ferry member. Um, he went, he turned pro. Uh, he was an amateur. He played in the Masters as an amateur. Right. Um. And I saw him. I didn't even realize he was in the live event till I was. I had a Carl Schwartzel outright, so I turned it on on Saturday. <laughs> nice. yeah, I'm one for one and live outright. Nice. Love it. Out. Yeah, love it. Oh, and, I had a Kevin. Uh, I had a Kevin Na top ten that did not work out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys got to make sure you get down on the win bet fifty dollars to win two hundred dollar promotion, where a fifty dollar bet qualifies you for up to two hundred dollars in free bets. The ultimate fantasy football experience when you bet $500 or more on sports or the casino before July 31st, 2022, you get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at the Wynn Resorts for you and your entire league. Multiple entries are allowed. There's so much to choose from, and all you got to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. The offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 4700. So I don't know. I mean, he's essentially done, I guess. Can't play on the PGA Tour. Right? I mean, that's a kid. Yeah. Like, so, that's why I was like, well, maybe he's still an amateur and maybe that's why he can do it. And maybe. No, he turned pro. Man. Yeah, so he collected whatever money he made that week, which I don't blame him. You know, I don't blame any of these guys for grabbing the money, no, but of course not for the foreseeable future, unless something changes. Like he's not going to play a sanctioned PGA Tour event because right now, dude, that's you wild. Can't even, you can't even earn. Now this might change. You can't even earn points for the World Golf Rankings, so he'll never be in the top fifty to qualify for the Masters. Now, and so I, I saw something on it today that I guess they got to vote on it, right? Because live yeah. applied for it. And uh, you know who one members is, don't you? <laughs> yeah, so point hand. But so yeah. that was the question. Does it have to be unanimous or does it just have to be majority? I don't know. Because the know guy, either. I forget the guy's name that runs the DP World Tour, but he's on there too. And oh, yeah, but he's letting fight. these guys, he's letting Louis play this week. He's letting all those guys play. So, I mean, you really want to talk about who's got fucking leverage. It's yeah. the DP World Tour. By, by the way, the worst fucking name. Yeah. For I, obvious reasons. Yeah. And, and if yeah, you don't, don't know, guys, you're listening to the wrong fucking show. If what happened? Know, I, I couldn't just call it the European Tour sponsored by, you yeah. know. Yeah. The DP World Tour. Sounds like something vivid would have came out with back in the day. The, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. And, and so the point was was crazy to me because I was like, man, I was like, isn't he a live guy? And he's playing with Ron Morikawa. Are they like, trying to bring him back? Is he still an amateur? That type of shit. And I was like, oh, no. Like, he's. 
Okay. And then Gooch, like Gooch got what, 30 million? I mean, yeah. I mean, 30 million, man. Pat Perez got 10. I mean, Pat I get Perez. it. But no, nobody's going to miss him. Like, he's not contending to win no. any tournaments. Yeah. I, a DFS play uh, on coastal courses. That's what Pat Perez is to me. Yeah. So, so you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be fucking, it's going to be interesting. I mean, if, and what happens to these poor pricks like, uh, like Peter Uline? Like, all of a sudden, like, like Kokrak finally comes over. Ricky comes over. These guys, like, what's well, their contract? And is the Saudi people really going to honor their fucking contract? Yeah. Well, yeah. Good luck. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. That's the thing. Like, I mean, obviously, Brooks' brother Chase is there. Yeah. So I guarantee you, Brooks had an under the table deal. Like, oh, hey, yeah. Like, if I go, my brother goes. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, Chase is a, is a good golfer, don't get me wrong, but he's not better than some of the guys that should be on there versus no. where he's at. But um, I don't know. That's the thing. Like you said, Peter Uline, uh, like what happens to him and the Corn Fairy guys that jumped when they get more pros over there from the PGA Tour? Because they do that stupid shotgun start, which is silly. Like, oh, dumb. I, I, in, in theory, I liked it before it happened. Right, because yeah. as somebody who I listen, I watch golf all day, Thursday, Friday, weekends. I I don't watch as much unless I got like something to sweat. Right, I got fucking four kids and a wife. It's, it's tough. Um, but but on Thursday and Friday, work can go fuck itself. I'm watching golf. Um, so I was like, oh, shotgun start, sweet. Like you know, but then when it comes off, like nah, it doesn't. It doesn't look right. No, no. And even on the weekends, like they didn't like they were all finishing on different holes. Like this, yeah, this, this so it, it was really weird. <laughs> it was it was it was really weird. I mean, look, if they can improve the product and they get a bunch of guys over, like I know Moynihan did the eight events, but if people are complaining that they're playing too much now. Yeah, and now I'm you're gonna add, now you're gonna add more, and the bottom guys are gonna be like scrapping and fighting for the fucking cod to make less money. I don't know if that was the move. I don't. Yeah, I, they could have probably done it differently. But, I mean, what's going to happen is those top guys are going to take off certain weeks during the year now and oh, make yeah. sure they qualify for those eight events. No, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, look, what, was it? I mean, what do we have next week? And what is the PGA thinking? Like, the John – like, listen, live very smart. Like, the John Deere is the least favorite golf tournament of the entire year from everybody who follows it. Like, I'm taking next week off. I don't take weeks off. And I was like, fuck this shit. I'm not covering it. Like, I'm not doing it. It's not happening. Yeah. And And – and now, they, now they're going to get all the coverage. Much better golfers are going to be in Oregon at that point, playing something called the Pumpkin Patch. Okay? Yeah. Like, and and guys like like uh, like Steve, uh, like Andy Lack, like they fucking they're like huge architecture guys, and like they the golf course is the star for the most part for guys like that. Now it's not for me, but I know a shitty golf course when I see a shitty golf course, and I like yeah. to see tough golf courses. But at the same point, like that London course, I play better courses in Florida. Like I just do, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's weird. So I don't know, man. It's gonna be fucking really interesting to see. I, I just don't want to have to be up uh, covering some fucking Saudi event. Uh, uh, like, yeah. yeah, I just don't want to do it. But I mean, I'm, I'm I'm gonna have to produce some sort of article or betting thing for Oregon. I'm not covering the John Deere. I refuse to do it. I refuse. Like it's just it's such a bad tournament. Netflix, um, Netflix just hit the jackpot. With oh the- my I- god. They couldn't have asked for a better year to do a documentary on the PGA Tour. Unbelievable. I hope they were in the room today when uh, he addressed the players. When Moynihan addressed oh. the players. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if they have access to that? 
that's ah, the thing. I wonder what's going to get cut. Like, I'm, I hope the PGA Tour just lets them go all in. And Dude, they don't even let us fucking post highlights on Twitter. I know. I was telling them <laughs> my brother today. I go, I doubt they have access to everything because they literally pull highlight videos off Twitter. If it's not, well, they fuck it. They need the fucking money now, so maybe they'll, yeah, maybe, no. they'll maybe they'll, maybe they'll renegotiate the contract. Yeah, um, yeah man, it's uh it's uh, it's wild times for golf. Wild fucking times, guys. You don't know nothing about golf like boston sports radio they ne- they don't ever ever talk about golf they maybe mention the u.s open and like the masters and they've been talking about it all day today i'm like yeah this is uh this is not great when uh when gene at the checkout line at Publix is uh is worried about the live golf tour so i don't know i mean <laughs> so i don't know uh but all right i mean uh all right so let's get on to the travelers fuck live we got money to make this week before terrible next week uh i mean look Obviously, there's been all different types of winners. I don't do course breakdowns. I let people smile at me do that shit. Uh, I mean, do you, are you targeting a specific type of golfer? Or are you looking for any type of... So, you know? this is a, a course that's, you know, it's 6,800 yards and change. Um, you know, it's got some short par fours. The, the thing is, like, any type of player looking in at things in the past can win here. You know, yep. I mean, even first-timers. Jordan Spieth won his first time here ever playing it. Yep. Um, guys that are short off the tee can win here, and guys like that Hickok are almost won last year yeah. against I mean, Goober. Yeah, exactly. Ches Reeby won here, and then you got Dustin Johnson who's won here. Yeah. So basically, kind find of, me a thread, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Any type of player can win here. I mean, it's a short course, and it, it, on paper you would think it's an easy course. It's really not. It's probably about the middle of the pack on as far as. I forget the exact number, but it was right in the middle as far as difficulty level. Like the winner will be somewhere probably between 12 and 16 under. Yep. Not, it's not a straight birdie fest where you're going to get to 20 or 25 under par. Um, so for as short as it is, it plays a lot tougher than what you would think on paper. Um, so I, I would usually I try to find one or two things, you know, OK, you got to be really good between 125 and 170 for approach yep. or you got to be. If there's anything in particular, it's around the green this week. You know, our good friend you mentioned Andy Lack earlier. Mm-hmm. That's one thing he noticed as far as courses on, uh, as far as difficulty, strokes stand around the green. It's, it's far more difficult here than far more than the average course. Like it ranks in the top 10 on tour. Really? Oh, so, yeah. I mean, I will listen to his preview that he put out on Sunday at some point. Yeah. Um, and he mentioned that. But he, and even he said, you know, it's pretty well balanced after that. You, you can is. be any type of player. You know, and win this thing. So it's not like you focus on one or two things. Now, on the sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform with today with millions of players. You probably already you fantasy. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. I use it for mine. It's a game changing product, unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper too with their new over under game. It's super simple. First in any sport, choose two or more players that you like. Pick the over-under, for example, points of basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you wish to enter in each contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere between 2 and 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about the over-under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's pick with a tap of a button. It's insanely fun to write it out together or go against them. So stop doing what you're doing and download the Sleeper app. And for their new over-under game and have fun with your friends and make some money. So on your phone, join our listener group at sleeper.com slash SGV. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. That's right. Join our squad and get the 100% deposit match over at sleeper.com slash SGV. 
Yeah, I just think about, I mean, that fucking playoff last year. God, how many fucking holes was that? Seven? I had English in that. That was <laughs> Did insane. you? It was, so I had, beside the point, I just started seeing this girl for like six weeks, and she wanted me to meet her family that night. I go, yeah, I'll meet you guys after dinner when this golf's over. <laughs> yeah. So, she, so this thing's going eight playoffs, and I'm at the bar, which is right next to her place, and her parents are down the street at dinner. So her, her, her dad, and her sisters, and her sister's boyfriend all come meet me there. I'm probably 10 Bud Lights in because I watched the back nine yep. and an eight hole playoff. Yep. So I was like, well, at least he won, you know. Yeah. I mean, Drinks are on me now, guys. That's fine. We'll, we'll do dinner. We'll do dinner on me. What a boring fucking playoff. I mean, listen, I didn't have English, uh, so I didn't have to sweat, but it was really boring, like just fucking over and over and over again. And but yeah, I mean, uh, it, Hickok, that guy. I, I started rooting for him after that. I mean, he, he, he should have won that two or three different times. There was a couple of times where I thought it was over. He missed yep. punch by a matter of interest. centimeters. Yep, it was yeah. fucking, it was nuts. Uh, yeah, I'm, I would say just do the fucking three hole aggregates across the board. Just do the three-hole aggregates across the board. Like, stop playing 18 over and over and over again and then end up going back to 17 like some random tournaments do. Just three-hole aggregate. Let's go. Super easy. Yeah. Implement it across the board. Um, yeah, I, and so I'm with you, man. Like, it's there's no there's no rhyme or reason. There's no You can't put a thread through guys who win here. You just can't. No. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm, I'm here for it, though. I like that type of shit. I, I don't know what I'm doing with my, my outlights. Like I said, I'm in a weird spot. Um, yeah. I got I got three bets down. I'm gonna I'm gonna hear what you gotta say, and then I'll, I'll pick your brain on a couple guys. Okay. Uh, I had Joaquin Neiman on my radar last week. Uh, uh, he finished fifth, tied for fifth here in 2019. Yep. And he was in contention last year before he blew up on Sunday and shot five over, and he yep. finished 36. I think I ha- I think that's why I was I I had I think I had Neiman last year. And he blew up on he Sunday. Up, yeah. he took himself right out of it in a hurry. Um, you know, if you're going to – you don't have to be accurate off the tee here, but if you are, it definitely helps, obviously. But uh, he ranked fourth stroke stand off the tee, and then from tee to green, he ranked 13th. His short game around the green is – can sometimes be great. Sometimes he looks like hobbling. So I'm, ho- <laughs> I'm hoping, you know – That's a, that's, a, that's pretty aggressive. Let's not call yeah. him hobbling around the green. Well, I, I mean, there's, there's just times where he struggled, and it's like right. he's usually pretty good. What's he doing here? Right. So Neiman, I started my card there at 35 to one. I faded all the guys at the top. You know, there is quite a few of versus last year. The field's a lot stronger. Um, yeah. But if because like, Moynihan put out the call, he put out the bat signal. He was like, "You yeah, motherfuckers, like, no, travelers. You guys are right next door from the Brookline, so you're playing this week." Yep. Um. So we'll see how that goes. Um. 35 to one. Yeah, I like that. I got your boy next, uh, Keegan Bradley. Uh, <sighs> He, uh, listen, I don't bet Bradley a lot, but like he looking at the models this week, like, I know, I know. He, he was 21st on approach, and then he was inside the top 15 in six other categories his last 24 rounds. Off the team, short game, ball striking. He tied for a second here in 2019. I know. And then last week at the U.S. Open, he was first in the whole field for stroke stand approach. I know. So, he's I, so I like Keegan on longer iron courses, not so much yeah. the wedge play. He seems to, and this is because I watch him uh, when the fucking covers will show him to me. Like he seems to pull him left a lot. He seems yeah. to pull those goddamn wedges left a lot, and it fucking makes me insane. 
I mean, I can't hate it. That number is kind of rough. 33 yeah. Keegan. Well, it didn't help. You know, that's what happens when when some of those guys that are usually in the 50s and 60s, they yeah, have, have a great well in major and they're playing the very next week and they just freaking pump them down yeah. because they don't want the exposure. Yeah, um, I don't I don't hate it as an outright. Like, I'm, I'm fading him in, in DFS just because he's uber fucking chalk. And listen, as, as, a, as a Keegan... Yeah. Uh, guy like that's never a good mix ever yeah. um but I, I listen i love keegan oh god like and that's my cat is so short for outrights right now like i i have so much room to do whatever i want and it's like, yeah. do i fucking go back to it and i mean he fucking ate it up on fucking 18 the crowd chant his fucking name like oh, giving the daps and like Oh, I fucking I, I loved it, right? I loved it, and I had him, and I had him outright too, right? So I knew it wasn't going to go well, but like Sunday morning, I was like, he can still get a shot. It's not over Bruce yet. And then three holes in, I was like, there it is. All right. Yeah. What what was what number did you get on him? I think I got him ninety. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. Man, that'd be yeah. That's yeah. tough. That, that start was was brutal. I hear you. But what's nuts is, is he. I feel like he. I don't know if he did or not. I didn't go back and look. But I feel like he did that every fucking day. I feel like every time I look, like, all right, Keegan started. What's going up? Uh, and then he fought back. I yeah, mean, he always fights back. And yeah. I mean, the fact that when he lost to Homa, like, and he gained that many strokes putting and he didn't fucking win, I had a Keegan ticket then too. Like, oh, man. Like, that was fucking heartbreaking. I, I was inconsolable. I went. Dark. Like I wasn't like like so we have a Slack channel and I was like nope not getting on there not answering Steve's text nope not gonna talk to anybody I am not in a happy place right now yeah yeah I took I took six outright this week so there's I got four more I took next one Brian Harmon fifty to one yep um so he's played this event he's got three top tens and four starts here yeah it's pretty good so like obviously he's not a long guy but. You don't have to be here. We mentioned that earlier. He's 12th yep. on tour of driving accuracy, though. Yep. So if you're not going to be long, better find some fairways. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he gained strokes on the field in four of his last five events. So um, ranks 23rd um, in strokes gained on short games. So if he gets in trouble around the green, you know, he could be okay. So I'm going to take a shot at Harmon on 50 to 1. These shorter tracks, he can compete a lot better. Yep. We went Aaron Wise also fifty to one. He, okay. he's just consistently he ranks twelfth tee to green. He's eleventh in ball striking last twenty four rounds, fifth on approach in this field. Um, eight of his last nine events, he's gained strokes on the field. Um, he's played some really good golf. Second at the Memorial, and he tied for six at the Mexico Open. Yeah. So he's been knocking on that door. It's just a matter if he can, you know knock it down this week, especially with some bigger boys in the field. So we'll how, see. How do you feel about his stupid putter, though? I feel like I, I'm, I'm always betting guys that can't putt. And then that's I, I can't blame myself for doing it. Like, I know, like, like when I, what I sign up for. Like, I always sign up for Morikawa, and he, he's won me a few outrights. Yep. And then there's a few weeks where he just three jacks from 18 feet, and I'm like, I should have known that was going to happen at some yeah. point. He's not a good putter. No, oh, I don't. No, no, I don't even care about that. I'm talking about his actual stupid long, basically a bet. Oh, yeah, I the mean, fucking worst. Every time I bet him and I watch him, I'm like, oh yeah, you get that stupid putter. I fucking hate that. Yeah, I. Uh, what I I get more anxiety from watching Zal course inside five feet. Oh my with, god, with, with the way his stroke is like, I don't, like, what is he doing? I mean, 
it's starting to work for him, but he's got a long way to go. Agreed. Agreed. But we can't stop betting him now. I mean, no, we're I'm, I'm down the rabbit hole now. Uh, <laughs> I went with uh, who we got next? Mark Leishman. I found okay. a 55 on him. Okay, that's a good number. He hasn't been playing well of late, but on Sunday he shot a 68 at the U.S. Open, finished tied for 14. Uh, he gained strokes in every category except for one, which he hasn't done. I went back and looked. He hasn't done since the Masters. Okay. Um, and it's his second best event or his best a total event of strokes gained since the Shriners in Vegas in October. Damn. So he struggled, you know, quite a bit after the first of the year. And I'm hoping he's, you know, kind of found something here. He can put it together because he's won here as well a long time ago. But he, he's got some history at this place. Okay. I like I it. There. Next one, I don't know if you should jump on board or not, but he's <laughs> all right. He's got he's finished fifth and fifteenth here. Uh, right. Kevin Kisner, hundred to one. Our boy Kirshner put this in for me, and I'm not kidding you. He was hundred and fifty to one on DraftKings Monday morning. Jesus I, Christ! I texted Kirshner, and he replied instantly, and he goes, "Yeah, let me check." And I'm not kidding you. It wasn't two minutes. He goes, "It's down to hundred. I go, "What?" So I go check FanDuel. That was 120. He goes down to 95. I go, who is Cameron Kisner, Kisner at 8:30 on Monday morning on both sides? Like people like us, Jeff. People like us. I, I was just trying to bet 30 dollars on it. Like who's, who's throwing a zero behind that a couple of different I times? I know. I know. It's so. What's funny is, it's like I'd actually like to get a little deep dive on that. Uh, maybe I can reach out to some of the guys over at Wynn just to kind of get an idea on like the handle in golf and what makes it move. Like, what's the dollar amount that makes it move? Because I also am curious about that. I'm like, how does this get steamed in two hours from 80 to fucking 40 sometimes? Yeah. It's like, what, like, what happened? Like, like, what's your risk management policy on that? So, yeah, actually, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot them boys at you. Know, so. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I mean, he's in such bad form, man. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's why I prefaced it and said, you know, this is a flyer here. Um, he uh, is not doing well. It's a short course. Like, if he's going on a track like the Wyndham last year, it's going to have to be a short course. Um, yeah. Again, of all the picks I made, this would be the one I would suggest the least. Yeah, but whatever. It's fucking 100 to 1. Yeah, so it's a 100 to 1 flyer. Yeah. I think I got some decent ones up top. So um, we'll see what happens. You know, Freaking KH Lee missed, I think he said, I think it was five or six cuts in a row before yeah. he won the Craig, the Byron Nelson. TPC so Lee, man. TPC Lee. Craig, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if we're, we're there, yeah, I probably should have bet him too. But, oh, well. So that's oh. it for me on the outrights. Yeah, so I actually I actually forgot. I, I have I have Harmon with you as well. I have four down so far. Um, so you didn't want any Seamus Powers. Is it just because he's getting steamed? He was on my list so every week i put a list of like 12 or 15 guys together yeah and i got a couple buddies that that are on them um i just i didn't get there on them i i had i placed these and he got steamed down and i was like nope i missed the best number i'm not doing it <laughs> yeah then so so him other guys i looked at Nito, davis riley like those are the three guys that Basically, I mean, they were on my short list, but I, I don't, I don't. So maybe because he can club down here, I just don't trust Riley off the tee. Yeah, I just it's, don't. Uh, it, it, he's not great, um, but what you just said, you know, you don't have to hit it long here. You can hit. You I know. know. I just don't know how he does clubbing down. Like I don't, like I don't have enough mental 
Like, I mean, obviously yeah. he's a fucking stud. I mean, he had four fucking top twenties and two top tens uh, yeah. in his last five. You know what I mean? I mean we still. I didn't get there on him this week, but he was he was right there. Had I had I been able to go a couple more, he would have been there with power and then uh, you know. Yeah, so I, so I bet power. I got him at fifty, and I know there was better numbers out there. But I'm in Florida, so I just know that I'm not getting a good number, and I just bet my fucking number unless it's like real bad, right? Like that. I'm like, oh, yeah. I can't do it. And I mean, he's great with his fucking wedges, right? Anything one fifty in, I think he's like eleventh in the field or tenth in the field here. Uh, I mean, other than he caught the bad weather wave at the memorial, I mean, you know, three top twenties. Plays TPC course as well. Obviously shows up at majors as well. Like, why can't he come here and win? And these greens aren't undulating at all. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe it can help him out a little bit with the putting. Uh, I'm on Cam Davis. I got him at 100 to 1. I don't yeah. I mean, the cop. No. So, that I, I told you earlier when I listened to Andy's podcast. Yeah. He, he actually, he doesn't reference too many of his bets, like, until he places his card on yeah. Twitter. He legit referenced Cam Davis. He goes, "That's that would be a good pick this week." Yeah, and so, I mean, the RBC Heritage. He came in third. The Schwab. He came in seventh. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I'm fine. I'm fine with him. He's he's unbelievable on approach, and he's oh, another yeah. guy who always gets in trouble off the tee. So maybe if he can club down, it'll help out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then I took Finau at thirty three to one. I don't feel great about it, but it's one of those snap bets in the morning when I saw everybody else around him, and I was like, "Well, there's value on that, right?" Yeah. So, I mean, his iron game prior to the Open was fucking unbelievable, right? Yeah. I mean, just unbelievable. At the RB, I mean, he, by all accounts, like if Rory, if he would have made that little bunny, that little five-footer, maybe a little puts a little pressure on Rory, and maybe the RBC comes out a little different. But then Mexico, he was unfucking believable. Schwab, he was unbelievable. So if approach game is going to be important, give me, give me him uh, at thirty-three. I just thought there was value there. I feel a little. I don't feel as good about it. I have to dig it a little bit. See, he missed his last like three or four cuts here. But, but yeah, I mean, listen, if he now at 33 to one, and I'm like you, man, I hate going up top of the card. That's it. That's all I got right now. Like, yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't hate any of those. Uh, the thing with Finau and, and Cam is regardless of if they hit the fairway or not, they're going to be hitting nine iron and wedges. I know. Because they're so long. They're so long. They're three wood goes, what, fucking like probably like 290? Yeah, I mean, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're going to be fine because, I mean, the ref's not super penalizing here versus like at other courses. They just got to make sure they hit the green if they do miss. So, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. And so, I basically have room to get a couple more bombs in. I'm thinking about Cantlay. I've been, I've been hard up for Cantlay to win for a while. And I used to fucking hate this guy. Cantlay used to be my least favorite uh, golfer. And then he got that Ryder Cup swag for me. And I was like, this dude is just a stone cold killer. I hate his fucking warm up. I hate his stupid shuffling of the feet. I hate all that shit. I hate it all. Do you like his Hugo Boss outfits? No, I fucking hate it. And his stupid Goldman Sachs hat. It's the fucking worst. Like, it's the worst. He's literally. But I'm telling you, that Ryder Cup, dude, I. I fucking made so much money on the Ryder Cup. Oh, it was, yeah. it was ridiculous. Everybody was like, Euro's the value. I was like, get the fuck out of my face. We're going to crush them. And I think I'm, I think this fucking Xander cost me like a fucking eight fucking matchup fucking parlay for like, I'd laid like a hundred bucks that would have paid out like, I don't know, fucking whatever. It was like fucking 22 grand or something stupid. Oh, and Xander was the only asshole who of lost course it. Yeah. Of course, exactly. Yeah. 
So I don't know. And he's got a great history here. I mean, fucking three top 15s. I think he shot like a 60 here as an amateur or something I read. I don't know. And he looked good on Sunday. It looked like he was actually going to be that guy to go post that number when he first got off. He was 200 through three. Um, and then, I don't know, he ended up doubling somewhere and just kind of went away. But he still ended up top 20 in it. He's got a good history here. The dude hasn't won in a minute. Yeah. I hate the fucking number, though. I hate the 15. I hate it. But, but like, like I told you, I'm, I feel like I'm just broken. I'm like an abused wife with outrights at this point. I'm like, do I just got to take the bad fucking number? Do I just have to take the 15 and just lay more? Is it okay if I do this, honey? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. He killed me at the BMW. I had a big ticket on Bryson. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. And we no. all did. We all did. We, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Watching Cantlay make every damn putt. Every. Everywhere. And then now, when I see him miss a set, every time he misses like a seven-footer, I'm like, where was that? Where was that? Where <laughs> <laughs> was that when I needed it? Where was yeah. that, Cantlay? Where did I fucking need that one? I hope fucking the weird algorithm bot on your hat uh, yeah. from Goldman Sachs is paying you well. And trade coffee. Listen, it, it, I don't know about you guys. I'm a coffee nut, and uh, I, I literally cannot make it through the day without at least at least a pot to a pot and a half. It's probably unhealthy, but I don't know. I read stuff where coffee's healthy for you. And listen, trade coffee connects people to the freshest, best tasting coffee uh, you guys have ever made at home by partnering partnering with the country's best craft roasters and listen from independent businesses from big cities to small towns trade customers are truly impactful for these independent roasters and you don't want to support the big guys right go support your local local businesses right we talk about that type of stuff all the time and listen trade coffee sends you freshly roasted beans from 60 of the country's best craft roasters small businesses who pay farmers fair prices for sustainably sourced and the greatest beans from around the world world whether you whether your friends call you a coffee snob whether you know what good coffee actually tastes like, uh, trade real expert coffee personally tastes over 450 roads, so they know exactly what to recommend to you. Because the truth is, what I like and what you like is probably different, and you will like uh, the selection of the specific coffees that are different for anyone else to taste. And just answer a couple questions, and you'll get your own personalized variety of coffees delivered fresh to you as often as you like. No gimmicks. Trade delivers a freshly roasted bag of coffee as whole beans are ground however you brew it at home and they will guarantee you'll love your first order they'll place it for free and they've delivered over 5 million bags of fresh coffee with over 750,000 positive reviews so right now trade is offering new new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash SGP. That's more than 40 cups of coffee for free. Get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash SGP and let trade find the coffee you'll love. That's drinktrade.com slash SGP for $30 off. There's rumors about him going to fucking live too. No, I, I would not miss Patrick Cantlay. I, 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 I don't think I would either. But which really sucks is because I was literally – I. I hated him until the Ryder Cup, and now yeah. I've just lost money on him since the Ryder Cup. Like it's just been fucking terrible. Um, all right. So, do you do any? Uh, you got any matchups or anything like that? I did. I looked into a couple. Right. Um, what you got? I hate so. I hate laying juice, especially a lot of juice in these matchups. So okay. I went with a couple I found on FanDuel. Um, first one, I went Jordan Spieth plus one twelve. Who won here in 2017 over Sung JM? Okay. Sung J's played it once in 2019 and he finished uh, tied 21st. Um, 
I can never get so I used to bet Sungjae like oh, almost yeah. every damn week. Yeah, I hit him at the Honda when he won it. Thank God, I would have killed myself. Uh, but I just can't get him right ever since. The weeks mm-hmm. I jump on him, he doesn't play well. I didn't have him last week. He missed the cut. Nope. Yeah, I. A lot of people like, oh, if Sungjae's going to win one, this course that's up perfect for him. Boom, missed cut. Yeah. So like, a little flop I, lag. We'll get a little flop lag on Sungjae this week. I can't, yeah. So I'm fading him and taking the plus money with speed and hoping like uh, he can get past that. Okay. Is that the only one you got? No, uh, I took two more. I got, yeah, got Harris English plus 112. Won it last year. I know he's been hurt. Made the cut at the U.S. Open. I, that's why I was watching last week. I mean, well, he made the cut. So yeah. if he's hurt, he's not hurt enough where it's going to affect him. But it's one, plus 112 over Russell Knox. Knox okay. had one top 20 in his last nine starts with four missed cuts. Yeah, no, no. Like, and, and top 20 was at TPC too, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, bet, uh, I, bet, I bet him at TPC because I was like, dude. Jacksonville guy, windy, let's go. Yeah. I, so I'm like, all right, maybe I can win this on Friday afternoon. If English you, yeah, listen, yeah. those are the best fucking matchups. So I yeah. grind matchups. I feel like that's probably my best ROI up until I got this soft local who finally places like decent placement bets for me. Um, you know, I mean, fucking Karen is the one who really fucked English up, like calling in that his putter grip had strings hanging from it or something. And he had to change his putter and it like ruined his fucking game for yeah. however long. Like, I- I'm fine with that. I don't mind. And you said he made the fucking cut. Yeah. That's fine. Well, that's yeah. what I was watching. I was like, if he can make the cut and, you know, he might be fine for next week. And when I saw it was Russell Knox, I go, man, I go, I watched And you're getting plus money. I, I go, I don't, and I'm getting plus money. Like, I don't remember Knox doing too much recently, and I had to go look it up, and sure enough, he hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Russell Knox hasn't done anything. So. Yeah. I was like, well, maybe he's just been racking up top 15s, and that's why Harris is plus money. And I'm like, nope, he sure hasn't. So nope. <laughs> last one I took, Sam Burns, minus 108 over Xander. Okay. Uh, All right. That's, that's a big one there. So Sam, in his last 10 events, obviously two wins with three other top 10s. So half of his events, he's finished 10th or better. Looking at Xander, he's got two top tens in his last ten events, and with Burns, he uh, played this event in 2020, finished tied 24th. Last year, he improved with a tied for 13th. So I'm hoping this year he can crack a top ten and get in front of Xander. Like it? Actually, I actually don't mind that one. I'm just worried that it's going to be like nice conditions because Xander didn't play bad, other than the windy conditions. Right. And I yeah. think that might be a thing with him. And it might be a thing with Morikawa too. Um, you know, when it gets windy, I mean, the opening one had no fucking wind. So I don't know. It, it, I, I'm fine with it. I mean, you're not paying, you, what did you say, minus 105? Like, well, yeah, minus 108. They had Xander one, minus 116. So. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I mean, I get it. Like, I, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I don't fucking hate it at all. Um, yeah, man, I like, uh, I like all of those. Yeah. What's that about, like, what's that about tailing on, like, matchups and shit is like sometimes, the book just the book that you have or the books that you have just don't have them. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you're like, oh I love that matchup. Let me go find it. Oh, it's not paired up correctly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh so mine are so I wanted to target Brooks, right? Uh and the only one I could find was Finau. And like I said, I got cold on Finau, but I took it anyway. I don't give a shit. Like I said, his irons are unbelievable right now. Um and hopefully since the greens aren't you know, really punishing. Uh, I know he gave strokes back last week, but I mean, this is a completely different type of green complex than last week was. 
So, and hopefully Brooks will be distracted or try to fucking alpha up and basically shoot his way out of the tournament. And I actually took it at uh, minus a stroke at 120. So the books are also targeting Brooks. So, yeah. And I, I did, that he was the best matchup. I, like, I went to all my books and I couldn't, I couldn't figure out anybody better than him. I hated the other matchup. I can't remember who it was. I was like, God, there's no way I'm taking him against Brooks. Um, and then my other one is Keith Mitchell over Kokrak. I got him in even money. I like Keith that. Mitchell is in good form. Like, yeah. He is yeah. in good form. Yeah. Yeah. I, he, and, was my, he was on my list as well. There was Jeff, a long mute. price on him. Jeff, mute. What? Mute. Nope. There we go. Never mind. It was uh, me. Okay. <laughs> I'm on mute. I don't know. No, no. I, uh, I, I reached for something and pulled my uh, headphone out. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No, Mitchell has been in good form, and I'll probably add him to my first round leader card. Um, we'll we'll see. He, uh, I, I especially like it over Kokrak. Kokrak has just been hot garbage. Yeah, hot I mean, garbage, right? I mean, what his ATT was his best finish out of his last four. Missed the cut at the US Open, fine, but then what T60 and then 67th at the Schwab. He's a guy who, why isn't he announced yet? He was, he literally walks around with uh, Saudi golf. On his fucking neck, but yeah, they, I, I thought he'd be one of the first ones. I Me actually, too. I had a future on him from like January for the U.S. Open, and I just it got worse and worse. I was like, hey, <laughs> let me cash out. They wouldn't yeah. let me cash out. I was well, like, hey. had to eat that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mitchell, I mean, I mean, fuck, top ten at the RBC, fucking top twenty at the Memorial, 35, 35th at the PGA. Like he's trending in the right direction. Um, and when he like, I know he's known as a bomber, but when he clubs down, he's fucking fine. He's really good. So I love Mitchell. Uh, he actually is on my first round leader card. Um, and so yeah, I like uh, I like Mitchell over him. And then I'm gonna have go have to get kids, man. Sorry. Uh, so I took Mackenzie Hughes. Okay. All right. I know this is gross. I'm very well. This is gross. But you know he was first round leader here twice. I did not. No. First round leader here twice. I'm writing this down. Okay. Yeah. And so it's uh it's pretty crazy. Now I think one year I think 2019 it was either 2019 and 2020 where they chopped six ways. Um, oh gosh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So which has been fucking gross lately, by the way. Um, yeah, <laughs> so many, so yeah. many chops. But yeah, I mean Mackenzie Hughes. Let's take a look. He's also hold on. Pick my fucking favorites. Um, yeah. So Mackenzie Hughes. 37th, 28th, and 24th, his last three events, right? Yeah. So not long. Magic Beans guy, right? Yeah. It, it is what it is. And, I mean, when the fuck was the last time Kisner made a cut? I mean, Kisner's missed four straight cuts. Yeah. So, so You'll I probably mean, win that on Friday. Two, four. Probably, he's yeah. missed five straight cuts. And at the Heritage, he missed a cut, which should have been a kid's course. Yeah. So yeah. I saw that, and I was getting – I was getting, I was getting a plus one hundred five. I was like, yeah, thank you. So, uh, so I snatched that up, uh, and then I, there's got to be. I like, I want to find another way to target Brooks. Um, I got him on an exotic later on. Uh, what do you think? Do you think Ricky's just toast? Right? Yeah, right? I thought I thought he would be live bound too. Uh, maybe it, there was rumors that he was supposed to be. I bet his boy JT got in his ear and said, "No, nah, you're not doing that." I don't know because they're buddies. I guess. Uh, um, you gotta you gotta be super tight for me to turn down fifteen million dollars because yeah. your opinion of me will change. Yeah, no, I hear you. I, I don't know. Um, 
he, he's nowhere to be found. Like, no. I, I'm not going anywhere near him. I was targeted against him. So I did. So that's why I was going to ask. So I, got, so I got Adam Long, right? And so he's actually been playing pretty decent, too. And I was like, what the fuck has Ricky been doing? Absolutely nothing. Adam Long has a pretty decent course history here, if I remember correctly. Fuck wrong. But, uh, I mean, what? Fucking T21 uh, at the RBC, 35th at the Schwab and 15th at the open. Now I don't like the good finish cut, good finish cut thing that seems to be happening, but there was a week off for him in between. So I'm hoping that throws it up and I'm just targeting Ricky. So yeah, those are, I, I got, I got four matchups so far this week, but I, I, I got to find a way to target Brooks. Uh, actually, even though I have Kisner outright, I need to go look for that because <laughs> hedge a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that'll help. And then I even I'll target Ricky too. If I can go find some more. Yeah, and these listen. There is no better like other than other than obviously hitting a, hitting a first round leader on a Thursday. Cashing a fucking matchup on Friday is just so nice. It's so yeah, nice. so. You, I, if I remember right, you do pretty well with these matchups, right? Yeah. I, okay, yeah. I remember I thought you were on Kirshner's show one time. And I was watching it, and you were like, "Oh, dude, I clean up on these things." Yeah. First anything else, but yeah. Yeah, okay. it's and it's just a grind, right? I mean, it's yeah. not as sexy and as fun as hitting first round leaders and outrights at fucking forty to one. But I'm just trying to get that fucking, get that fucking bankroll up, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I can, so I can bet on other sports that I don't know as much about and lose on that. Those are super right. tough. There you go. Uh, <laughs> fucking basketball, thanks, so <laughs> The um, all right, so. I guess you got any like placements? You got any? You got any good like top tens, twenties? Yeah. Well, I took all I got top three, top twenties, and some first Perfect. round leaders. Perfect. Um, all right, let's stay with the, Let's go with the top twenties, please. Okay. Uh, top twenties. The three of them I got: Harold Varner plus two hundred. Love it. We're gonna bet MGM this morning. He is. I mean, this is Harold is my other toxic guy. Okay. I bet. Same. And. Frank's third in approach in the field, last 24 rounds, fifth around the green, and ninth tee to green. Like, the numbers are just there. Like, if he doesn't finish top 20, like, I mean, it, it just wasn't meant to be. He'll, he'll likely be top 10 going into Sunday and then finish T22 because he'll blow up on Sunday. Oh, man. He just hurt me again like he hurts me all the time. Yep. Yep. Uh, Agrees. HV3, HV3 is like, I, and he's not going to live. Jordan was like, hey, yeah. you're not going. Like, yeah. you know, I, that's another one. I was after hearing that Jordan talked to him. I was like, oh, maybe I just bet him outright this week again. Maybe I just suffer more pain thinking maybe Jordan got in his brain and he's going to go out there and win one for the Gipper type shit. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think I might, I think I might add him. I don't know. Um, yeah. I was, uh, I had him at the RBC when he had a one shot lead in the Sunday and like he just couldn't get Same. going. Yeah. That yep. was brutal. Yep. Yeah. And um, I had and I had fucking Lowry. I had them both. And IP vanished. Did you guys know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without the added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IP vanish to make it to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IP vanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100 percent of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing your speed. 
Uh, you can even use it with the Fire Stick. Uh, so listen, whether I'm home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. And they're offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. And it's super easy to use. All you got to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. So stop sharing with the world everything you stream, buy, and search for. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotion code SGP to claim your 70% off savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. <laughs> that sounds like me with Dallas Forrest and Scheffler. Oh, man. Yeah, that was tough. Oh, brutal. Brennan Steele, plus 200. Yep. Like, he, he was uh, first in ball striking in the field, first off the tee, 12th on approach, tied for sixth here in 2020. Yeah, he's got good course history. Yeah, I'm just like, dude, well, this guy's flying under the radar this week. Uh, probably, and, of course, I don't bet him outright, so I'll probably win. Uh, <laughs> but I just felt two to one of my money. I'll take a chance at the top 20 there. Last one, Mito, plus 180. Nice. Ranks third tee to green, third in ball striking, sixth off the tee, and seventh in approach. Okay, so like, fucking, he's guys, a I mean, these guys are just killing the ball right now, putting it where they want to. Like, what between Barner and Mito? I mean, you would think one of those guys gets a win this year, but who knows? Maybe both. <laughs> but, it's going to be fucking Narrative Street and Scotty Scheffler and fucking every other short number in the world. Fucking right. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I'm going to, I'm definitely going to. I'll uh I'll reach out to my guy and see if he has room for another account because I don't have my numbers yet for top twenty, but I know they're going to be better than that. They don't come out till Wednesday, okay. and I know Mito's going to be longer than that. Wow! So like yeah. I got so last week I got a Xander uh, top twenty at plus one fifteen. Wow! Yeah, and he so, always finishes top ten. Or I mean, yeah, you know, top 10. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I got Cantlay at like minus one hundred five for a top twenty. I was like, <laughs> like when I tell you they're soft, they're fucking soft. And so I wait patiently till Wednesday. So I never have the numbers, but these are the guys who I think I'm going to target. I'm with you, Amito. Uh, can't lay with three straight top 15s. And he's just top 20 at, um, at the US Open. I'm definitely going to take him. Harmon, hedge a little bit with my, uh, with my outright. I saw on a, on a shitty book that he was like fucking two to one. So that means I'll probably get him three to one or plus 280 um, on this book. My boy, Nick Hattie. He saved me last week in DFS. I had no fucking no Fitzpatrick. Well. Yeah, no Fitzpatrick, no Rory. Still made money because of Bo Hostler and Nick Hardy. <laughs> like those guys got me through on my six and sixes. Now Bo Hostler fucked me out of a nine to one top twenty uh, on twenty or on uh, top twenty last week. And Hattie, I think, just missed the week before for me. I had him at eight to one for a top twenty. He came in like twenty second because he fucking bogeyed three holes coming in uh and finished like 22nd but whatever i'm going back to the well it's gonna be a long number it's gonna be something fucking five to six to one like that's the type of shit that gets my juices flowing on the placement bets <laughs> so um and then i'm going back and forth but oh and uh mac hughes mackenzie hughes so i'm going back and forth between i can't bet them both between rye and lahiri you got an opinion <laughs> oh man if I had to go with one or the other, I, I mean, obviously, I'd want to see the number. But if I had to pick, just not look. My guess is they're going to be within like fucking fifty basis points of each other. Yeah, I'd probably go with Rye. Rye, okay, yeah. mm, cool. 
check that one off and then i'll scream, <laughs> i'll scream at you when it goes wrong yeah <laughs> 21 on sunday give me a call that's right <laughs> all right so um do you got any other weird ones like any like any props or anything like that other than before I, we get into first round news any props i i uh got some first round leaders okay. uh, and then that that's all i got from my all right, let me let me spit out a couple ones let me see what you think of these so okay. oh shit well, I didn't write down the name, but I know who it is. Yeah, uh, so I so I said I wanted to target Brooks. Who knows if he even plays at this point? But Brooks missed cut at plus one eighty. Yeah, let's go. Just because I want to target it, because fuck him. Uh, and then top Austrian, it's Straka. This is basically a matchup. It's Straka over Matthias Schwab, and it's only minus one twenty five. Yeah, I'll definitely lay that for Straka. Yeah, me too. And so, and I've been, I feel like these are coin flips for me. Like, I'm like, oh, that's so easy. I take it a little easy on these because sometimes they get a little hyper aggressive. Uh, but yeah, so I like that one. And then top English, Rye, four to one. Yeah. Four to one. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. He's going to be fucking Fleetwood. And I don't know. My screen's probably, gone. Probably just Fleetwood. <laughs> yeah, pro- probably just fucking Fleetwood. <laughs> I mean, if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, all right, first round leaders. Did you did you think about what? Do you, do you think there's an advantage of going off on one or ten? Um, I don't know so much about that. I just went with so the wind doesn't look bad at all. Nah. But like first thing in the morning, I saw fifty like, degrees. Yeah, I go. Yeah. It was like two miles an hour. Yeah. And then like in the afternoon, it gets to like six or seven, which is still nothing. But I was right. like, screw it, like. I got to work. I'm just going to do all morning waves. <laughs> I like it. And by the time like nine o'clock rolls around, I'll know where I stand. Uh, yep. And then I just hold on for dear life. If I got That's right. Yep. That's the best. All right. Here comes the PM wave. Let's hold yeah. on, baby. So these, these numbers aren't great because these are with, a, with a, a local that it's not legalized. And so these odds are probably shit. But here we go. First all round right. leader, Justin Thomas goes off early in the morning, 25 to 1. With no yeah. win, he should be able to just throw darts and make easy putts, hopefully. Now, with that said, he'll miss every fucking green. Um, <laughs> he won't miss the green. He'll miss the pots. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian Harmon, we have already talked about, 55 to 1. Perfect. Davis Riley, same price, 55 to 1. Okay. My boy, HV3, Mr. Varner, 60 yep. to 1. Another yep. early Dude, I know Webb hasn't been playing great, but they threw a 70 to 1 on him here for first-round leader and held us probably 80 or 90s out there somewhere else. So I went with that. And then Sahit Figala, who's yeah. had some decent history with some TPC courses. So hopefully yep. uh, 90 to 1 with that. And I might add your boy Keith Mitchell. Okay. All right. I like it. So I do – I say discipline, and it sounds fucking ridiculous when I say I'm disciplined. I do 10 first-round leaders every week. Um, <laughs> but, that, but that's what I do. I do 10, do 10 a week. I don't give a shit. Like, for whatever reason, I hit at a stupid clip. And – and I know it's 10 and the chops hurt, but I'm still profitable on it. And it's a fucking fun sweat. So oh, fuck it's people. The best. Yeah. yeah. It, 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 like nerds who don't like fun can go fuck themselves. Um, <laughs> so, so I'm with you on Harmon and HV3. You actually get a better number on Harmon. I got him at 52 to one. Um, and then Cam Davis is 90 to one. He goes off in the morning as well. Uh, and Rory, I mean, Christ, man, uh, he, he, Got one in the last three years here, and then two seconds in the first round. So give me Rory at twenty-five to one, yeah. uh, and then uh, same thing with Hughes. Right, he's done it twice in three years. I get him at ninety to one, coming in, in decent form. Obviously, this is a happy place for him. He goes off in the PM, and it's kind of late in the PM too. Uh, so 
kind of fucks with me a little bit. Mitchell, 80 to 1, goes off in the PM, uh, which is fine. So I got two, four, six, and then I got two more down and then two more to two more to go on. I don't know which one I'm going to do. I did Hardy, uh, 90 to 1, late in the PM as well. Um, I actually did Sahith as well. What numbers did you get Sahith at? 90. Fucking Christ, man. I got my fucking 70. It's either seven or a nine. So it's probably a seven for me. So Sahith at seven. Uh, and then, oh, I got Reedy at 100. Reedy at 100. So two, four, hey, six, eight. He's one oh. here. Yeah, he's one here, and he's been a first-round leader here. Yeah. So I got room for one more. And so whatever, man. I bet, you know, depending on what it is, it's like 10 or 20 bucks. Like, who gives a shit? Like, yeah. I lay out between 100 and 150 bucks. And when I hit, it's great. Like, when I hit Sun Kang, fucking 10 bucks, fucking 150 to one. You know how long I can live on first round leaders for that? Oh, 15 yeah, weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, 15 go. Yeah. Let's fucking go. I so I'm I'm going between Cantlay and Keys actually for like the two strongest ones for my last spot that I haven't bet yet. I actually don't think I bet Heath yet. So I could have two spots, but since you can do it, we can sweat it out together. Um, man, Keys. <laughs> I love keys and first round leaders. It's him closing out the tournament. That's the problem. Yeah. And you're <laughs> going to get a better number on Keegan anyway. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'll probably end up going keys just for the brand. Anyway, the, uh, yeah. I'm trying to get this motherfucker on the show because I mushed him once by accident at TPC. He was, uh, he was come, he was going to 18. I was like, come on keys. Let's go. Let's bring home another championship to Boston. And he immediately fucking snap hooked it left into the water on 18 at Sawgrass. I was like, Oh no! So sorry. My wife was like, <laughs> "My wife was like, ooh." I was like, "Yeah, ooh." All right, let's go. Come on, he's my favorite yeah. guy. I gotta leave now. <laughs> oh man, that's brutal. All right, man. You got anything else? Nah, that, that's it. Hopefully, I can be on the right side of a, an outright this week. Let's go. You and me both first for that. round leader. Like, I'm not. I'm not asking for much. I don't have to hit both. You know. Let's let, listen. Let's be fucking greedy. Let's be like the live players. Let's be greedy. Let's <laughs> get right. both. Let's get right. let's embrace this spirit of golf right now and be fucking greedy. Let's All get right. on. All right, we'll, we'll hit both. We'll hit our first round leader and then out. All right. All right, Jeff, where can they find you, man? All right, yeah, just on Twitter at JeffMCG88. Post my picks every week. Obviously, the PGA Tour, and then I'm undefeated on my live outrights. I've never lost a live outright. <laughs> Love it. And then I do corn ferry probably about 75 percent of the events. It gets to be a lot with some other tours, first round leaders. And there's just weeks where I'm like, dude, I don't have the time for it. I got a full time job. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, no. I listen. I hear you. I hear you. That's why I think somebody, I don't know, like fucking months ago, was like, "Who do you like on this?" I was like, "Oh, that's a fucking Jeff question." So tag yeah. you. I was like, "No, no, 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 <laughs> nope." I don't even pretend to know what the fuck is going on in that tournament. The, uh, but yeah. All right, man. Well, appreciate you coming on, man. Good hang. Fucking. Uh, yeah. Other than that, uh, next week I'm fucking off because fuck the John Deere. So uh, we will see you guys back in uh, two weeks. You can still follow me on Twitter at boss underscore capper. I'm not as active as I need to be. I'm trying to get better, though. Once again, always trying to get better, a little more active. It is kind of accessible sometimes. Uh, and golf Twitter is kind of bitchy. Yeah, some of them can be. Did you, see the, video my, did you see the video my producer put out? Yeah, did I see it? Yeah, I was I was starring. <laughs> no, I know. I don't, I didn't know if you saw it. I don't fucking yeah. know. I don't, know to, I don't know how to tell who sees it or not. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> fucking beautiful, dying. right? Oh, I was dying watching that. Right? Yeah. That's it. He is uh, uber talented. Cameron Kerr. You can follow him on Twitter too, at Cameron oh, Kerr, I think. Yeah, he's super I do. Yeah. yeah. He's a uh, oh, guy. He actually told me 
he said, tell you if you need somebody to golf with, let you know. And I was like, dude, it's a pretty big state. I was like, are you close? <laughs> like, I don't know. Where's so, he at? I don't know. I'll, I'll text you after. Oh, the, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, let's break them fucking books. Let's go. All right. Thanks for having me on.